That's the why. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Thursday. 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 I apologize. We're coming on a little bit late. A lot we, late. We had to. I, I had to bless my wife. He had to observe himself. Uh, but but I was also blessing my wife. I was watching last night's message. It was good. It was You know, good. I know it was your favorite preacher. It was one of it was one of my favorite preachers. I have another favorite preacher. I know who your favorite preacher is. You wanna know who she is? Uh, now I already know who he my, is. One of my favorite preachers is sitting uh, right uh, next uh, to uh, me. Uh, He's beautiful. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah, I promise it's not. It's not because of the fast. It's really not because of the fast. Uh, We're not capping. We can pride. assure you, it's not because of the fast. I mean, the fast was torture the first two and a half days. Oh, it was something else. Yeah, but I, I feel a little bit better today. I feel a lot better. I yeah. feel like yeah. Yeah. Much, much better. How's everyone doing today? Mm-hmm. Y'all let me know. Uh, how are you doing on the fast? You, you, <laughs> you should see the people. They came in last night and some people were kind of like, I'm so hungry, I'll eat your arm off, Pastor. But, yeah, uh, yesterday we, we had, had a vegan dish. We had a, yeah. And, and people, you could see People it. actually ate it. I was like, wow. Did they enjoy it, though? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, did you make it? I'm like, well, what's that supposed to mean? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I actually I actually enjoyed it. It kind of reminded me of like a, a meaty egg dish or something. It reminded me of, oh my gosh, it was weird because yeah. it had tofu. And, you know, tofu, Yeah. this tofu took on the consistency of hard scrambled eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, but it was, it was okay. <laughs> I tried again. You need it again? I'll try it again. Okay. You, you, you see me say try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Amen. So we're on day four. Day four of the fast. Day four of the fast. And uh, is it day four? Yeah, day four. And uh, we're, we're just doing seven days. Uh, Daniel fast. It's um, days of seven days of direction. And we're getting a lot of information. We're getting a lot of instruction uh, during this time. The Lord is speaking to us. Yeah. By today, you know, things ought to be getting a little easier. Right. You ought to be forming some habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me and you, we have most definitely mm-hmm. formed some habits. But look, I'm, I'm saying, okay, let's make it 20, 21 days. And my husband is like, no can the, do. The grace is not there for me. But <laughs> I don't know. I think the health benefits are yeah. are good. You know, for me, I think being off of the caffeine, uh, you know, turning my dependence back on Jesus, mm-hmm. I think that's that's been good to me. Yeah, it really is. It's it's really good actually. Yeah. And um so, you know, we've been talking about nine mm-hmm. biblical reasons to fast. And again, you can go to our website, it's wordpowerchurch.com. Click on the resources tab, and there you can find it says Daniel, uh, Daniel fast for direction. 
click on it and you'll see the the broadcast notes mm -hmm. download the broadcast notes follow along with us we're on day uh four but we're going to jump back into day three because okay. we were talking about the elijah fast okay. um, excuse me we were talking about the samuel fast okay and uh the samuel fast had to do with uh the glory of god had left the the nation of israel you know they had taken out the ark of the covenant and uh and so the spiritual leader was living a life that was very lethargic the spiritual mm. leader was living a life that was very blind like he he had he had no revelation you know right. even his own sons were like uh treating the people wrong they were raping the women they were stealing the money it was just so wrong yeah and and it's so funny about the times that elijah was living in because it kind of mirrors the times that we're living in it, it i mean it really you know it's amazing to me how we think this has got to be the worst times ever yeah yeah and then you read the word of god and you realize oh no they went through the same moral state that's right that we're going through today but god dealt with it yeah and, and you know it's interesting that People can read the Bible and think, oh, well, you know, it's going to be okay. Yeah, that's I can right. continue on this path. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But every time a nation repented, yeah. every time a nation said, you know what, this is the way I was going, but I'll do something different. Every time a nation changed its mind, God changed his mind. That's right. That's right. The punishment that was going to come upon the people because of the sin, mm -hmm. God would always change his mind when the people would repent. And that's what Samuel did. Samuel brought them to a place of fasting so that they would repent. Yeah, that's now, good. Now, while they were repenting, uh, the enemy attacked and, you know, began to attack them, attack their crops and everything. But uh, they did they did this repenting. Watch this to get the presence of God back in their nation. Mm. So I, I say to every spiritual leader watching us, I say that as you, as your moral aptitude goes, as your character goes, so goes the nation. Yeah. And you know, some people do think that it is not necessary in today's modern, you know, religious atmosphere. It's not necessary to, to uh, fast, but I beg to differ. Yeah. If our Lord and savior, Jesus himself had to fast and pray yeah and even told his disciples this type of unbelief we read that yet uh, day before yesterday mm -hmm. this type of unbelief only comes out by prayer and fasting then we must know that there are times we have to fast yeah that's right that's right and we definitely have to fast for this nation so why do we fast for the uh, national glory revival number one for an atmospheric revival. Mm. This is when God's presence is in your life. There is an atmosphere. When God shows up, he brings an atmosphere. So we want the atmosphere of heaven back in our homes. Mm. We want the atmosphere of heaven back on our jobs. We want the yes. atmosphere of heaven. You know, you may say my house is in chaos. My house, it feels like we're, we're, we're poor. We're, we're barely making it. Me and my spouse aren't getting along. My children, we're at odds. You know, you need the glory of God. Back you need the house. glory. You need to fast. Yeah. You need to fast. Don't just let your house stay like that. Don't let yeah. your atmosphere mm -hmm. stay like that. Change it by fasting. Amen. Uh, number two, uh, to keep from living Ichabod. Mm, explain that. Now, Ichabod means that when the Ark of the Covenant was stolen from the nation of Israel, the first child that was born was named Ichabod, which means the glory of God has left. Has left. So 
Can you imagine being named the glory of God has left? Yeah. Wow. Hey, y'all, the glory of God has left just showed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you want you want the, you want God's glory to be evident in your life everywhere you go. You want it. And, and I'm telling you, when you're fasting, people will know God is on you. So true. They'll see goodness, the goodness of God on you. We went to a, a, a drive in restaurant one time and a guy looked at us and we had just left out of a, 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 a meeting. And the guy looked at us and we were dressed nice, had our had our, uh, you know, driving a nice car. And the guy said, man, what do you do? You know, he just looked at us and like, whoa, what do you do? And he said, well, I said, we're preachers. You know, he said, wow, you know, preachers live like that. And I said, well, you know, if you serve God, you can live good too. Yeah. You know, I can just say this, you know, one thing that the Lord instructed me on a long time ago is not to sell people paradise. And that means not to tell people that, oh, you're going to get born again and everything in your life is going to get better. But can I tell you that serving God means that everything in your life on some level does get better Mm -hmm. because you got to think about this, that once you get born again, you start sowing the right seeds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're sowing bad seeds left and right, you're going to get a bad harvest left and right. That's right. And so your life tends to go a certain direction Mm. when you do not serve God. But Mm -hmm. when you do serve God, yeah. Wow. Yeah. God the amazing, you. you know, I would, my girls would not have the character. Mm-hmm. They would not have the love of God. They would not, you know, be serving God the way they are if I had not changed my heart. Yeah, that's right. And that's more valuable yeah. than anything else. And you can see God's glory all over you, all over you, all over this family, all over our children. And you can also see God's glory all over this church. He's you just know? demonstrating his power. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's flowing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, another uh, thing, and we, we got to move on, but uh, to also have revival in our home, revival in our church and in our family where miracles and signs of wonders are happening. So you want to have this Elijah fast. You want glory to come back into your household. Amen. Yes. Now let's move on to, uh, I'm, I'm, I said Elijah fast, the Samuel fast. That was called the Samuel fast. <laughs> Forgive me. No, you're good. It's the Samuel fast. Now, <laughs> this next fast that we want to talk about is called the Elijah fast. Mm. See, I was seeing Elijah and I said Elijah. Mm. The Elijah fast is for breaking negative emotional feelings and habits. Yep. Elijah. Rock, <laughs> so this is found in First Kings. So let's go ahead and turn there. First Kings chapter 19. First Kings chapter 19. Um, this what, is what what verse? Uh let me uh, find the verse. Let's uh, start in verse this. one. <laughs> I don't think I put it on there. But this is actually where Elijah had destroyed the prophets of Baal. Mm. And he got, uh, and word got back to Jezebel. So now when word got back to Jezebel, Jezebel mm. said that she was going to kill Elijah. So she released what's called a spirit of fear. Mm. And, it is, and it disturbed Elijah so much that he ran from his calling. Mm. Now, how is it that a person that can operate in such power and such anointing and such grace can call down fire out of heaven, destroy the prophets of Baal, but then one woman's words Mm. can put him in such an emotional frenzy that he runs away from his calling? Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I, I believe, I actually believe that when Jesus asked his disciples, he said, who do men say that I am? 
And we know that Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Mm. And Jesus said, you're blessed, Simon Barjona. He changed his name from Simon to Peter. Yeah. And he had such a revelation that I, I, I can imagine he felt pretty good about himself. Yeah. Only to walk a few blocks down the road and Jesus begins to tell them, now you're ready for me to reveal to you why I came here. The son of man is going to die, but uh, he's going to be raised on, on the third day. And Peter said, God forbid that won't happen. And Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. Wow. Now, we understand that Jesus was not talking to Peter. Mm. We understand that he was talking to the spirit that was influencing Peter. Yes. We do not fight against flesh and blood, but but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness. But Jesus, but but Peter took it personally. Yeah, he did. And I it, mean, and it, if, if someone told you, get thee behind me, say, yeah, you might on. feel a certain way. It, it, he took it personally. And we and a, and a lot of times we take things personally and it affects our emotions. Mm. So we're going to have to learn how to fast, take this Elijah fast so that we don't get into a place where we're now. Uh, we have our emotions out of control. We we you know, we're running from our calling. So true. we need to do these things now. Um, it goes on to say that Elijah went and sat under a tree and refused to eat because of the depression. And he soon developed what I call suicidal thoughts. Yeah. So we know what happened. Mm -hmm. Elijah said, I don't want to eat anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to have anything to do with God anymore. You know, I'm so depressed because mm. of what these words said to me or how my emotions are right now. I'm so depressed. And you know, there are many preachers that go through this. Yeah. Many preachers need the Elijah, Elijah fast. Yeah. And I mean, you know, his, his attempt, you know, sometimes when you feel like everything else is out of control, it's easy to say, well, then if I can't control anything else, I'll control my diet. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where anorexia comes from. Yeah, yeah. You I can't, can't control anything, anything else. So I'll control my diet. Yeah, and and a lot of times spiritual leaders go through this this time of feeling like a failure. Mm-hmm. What is this? Am I doing enough? You know, mm-hmm. you know. Has God really called me? We question the call. Mm-hmm. You know, you really need to fast from time to time, pastors oh my and gosh, spiritual leaders. Yes. You need to do it, and even for the spiritual correction. Yeah. Because, you know, one thing, this has been also a time of correction, mm-hmm. you know, and so you need the Holy Spirit to reveal to you areas of your life where you need to change That's your right. ways. That's right. Because even as pastors, you, you don't know it all. No, you don't. And and uh, to be, you, you know, you have to walk in a level of humility to yeah. say, Lord, whatever you tell me to do, I'm, I'm going to do, do it, it, even if it hurts, mm-hmm. That's even right. if. It, it it brings some level of shame. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, that's right. You know, uh, we've actually gotten up in front of our congregation and apologized. You mm-hmm. know, you know, we've done certain things, said certain things. And no, no, we, we said, were, nope, we're, we're turning away we're from turn, that. Turning away from we're going to do this differently. Yeah. 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 And, and it's and it's good for your soul. It's it good is. for your emotions. So um, when Elijah was at that point, an angel had to come and feed him from heaven. And he was able to go on for 40 days from that meal. So he that fasted. one meal. He fasted 40 days from one meal. But that one meal was enough. You know, yeah. one word from God is enough to, to make wow. you go on. Yeah. So why do we fast? Uh, this fast breaks off the spirit of heaviness and the feeling of hopelessness and despair. That You can find that in Isaiah 61 
two and three. Also, why do we fast? When it seems hard to get free from worry, anxiety, and fear, we fast. That's good. Philippians 4 and 6, be anxious for nothing. Yep, but with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known Known unto unto God. God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, the Bible says, will fill your heart. Yeah, it'll rule your heart and mind. And so uh, please take time to fast so you can break that fear off of your life and to mm-hmm. break that anxiety. This is very important, not just for spiritual leaders, but for you as well. You need to fast, especially in these last days. The Bible says Amen. that men's hearts are failing them because of fear. Yeah. Finally, why do we fast? It will break you free from emotional habits so that you can truly experience the love of God. Yeah. Sometimes we don't receive God's love because we're so emotionally drained. Yep. We're so emotionally depleted. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, today is, uh, what's today? The seventh. And so we want to pull out the notes for today's um, nine biblical reasons to fast. And that's called the widow's fast. The widow's fast. The widow's fast. Now, this is for becoming others minded. And feeling the hunger of the world. Now, I find this is interesting because this these notes were written so long ago. Yeah, that's right. And so it says becoming others minded. So is it possible wow. that you can get so engrossed in your grief that you don't think of others? Yeah. That you only think of yourself? That's right. Yeah. That's you know, so it, I mean... Uh, I find that interesting. And I also see how the word is such a living word because it grows in areas mm-hmm. where you didn't think it applied mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in areas where you think it doesn't, you know, it, it's not for that, you know, person, obviously, you know, that person needs mercy. That person needs, you know, but it's saying here that other person needs correction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If mm. they are not others minded. minded. That's right. And a lot of us are not others minded. So we find this in first Kings chapter 17 and verse eight. It says, then the word of the Lord came to him saying, arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Of all people. A widow. Of all people. I commanded a widow to provide for you. So the widows in biblical ages were equivalent to the orphans. In other words, and the handicapped. Yeah. It was the three segments of society that needed help, Mm -hmm. but did not receive help. Mm -hmm. And to go to somebody who needs help and say, help me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's bold. Yeah. But God is setting you up for something, though. I believe when you can think of others during a time of your trials and temptations and tests, yeah, God can make on. make happen for you what you make happen for somebody else. Yeah, there was no retirement plan for the widow. No, it wasn't. Uh, for the widower, he could remarry. Yeah. In fact, sometimes very old men mm-hmm. would marry very young women. Mm-hmm. But the widow yeah. now, uh, the widow, she was in a place of not having a retirement plan. Yeah. Come on. Uh, not being able to make a living in a society that was geared more toward men. Mm-hmm. And usually she had children. Mm-hmm. She had people to care for. If nothing else, she had to care for herself. That's right. That's right. And so, yeah. So so if we go to verse 10, he says, so he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. 
And he called to her and said, please bring me a little water and a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Wow. Now look at verse 12. That was bold. That was bold. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm hey, thirsty. bring me some water. Yeah, I'm thirsty. And, and while hungry. you at it, bring me some bread. Yeah. But we just don't know that was set up. <laughs> now, the, if, the, if the National Enquirer would have found out about wow. that, I don't think they have the National Enquirer anymore. But if Facebook. Or it you, does. They, it's yeah. still. Facebook yeah. or Instagram or, or Twitter would have found out about that. That man would have been on blast. I'm telling you. But like, look, what kind of prophet is that? Yeah, but God, see, what God does, the world can't understand. Uh, and so verse 12 says, so she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in, prepare for myself and my son, that we may eat it and that we may die. So she said, this is my last Look, meal. Look, I'm going to eat this and die. Yeah, so th could you please cut yeah, me a break? This is my last meal. <laughs> this is the last supper. Yeah, we're not eating anything else after this. And Elijah said to her, do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake first. That's important. Uh, and bring it to me and afterward make some for yourself and your son. Verse 14, for thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day of the Lord sends rain on the earth. Verse 15, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. I love that. She went and did. She went and did. She wasted no time. Wasted no time. A lot of times it doesn't make sense in our natural mind to do this for somebody else first. Uh -huh. But if we go and do what God <laughs> says, God's going to. Uh, bring it to pass. And she and and she and he and her household ate for many days. Mm. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of Elijah, which they which word of the Lord, which has spoke by Elijah. So now we find out that the widow and her son, they fixed their last meal. They were going to die. But but the woman and her son fasted so that they could serve the needs of others first. Wow. So so we have to go back to what the heart of fasting is. It's it's putting off what you desire. It's putting off what you need. It's yeah, putting off that's good. your meals mm -hmm. and your whatever feeds your flesh yeah. in order to fulfill a spiritual purpose. Yeah. And so she she mm. put off her own last supper in order to feed the prophet. Mm -hmm. And what she really got in return was beyond. Yeah. God so multiplied her seed of faith, really, mm -hmm. and her her act. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, it goes to show that we can even be rewarded for the act. The act of faith. Yeah. That's of right. Fasting. Yeah. Uh so the widow's fast is found also in Isaiah 58 and 7. And it's talking about, uh, well, let's just go there real quickly. I think we have a little bit of time. Isaiah 58 and verse 7. It talks about, is it not to share your bread with the hungry? Why do we fast? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? And that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? Yeah, so this is saying, what is the purpose of the, for the fast? Yeah. You know? And in verse six, he says, is to loose the bonds of the wicked. Yeah, come on. Wickedness is to undo heavy burdens. Mm -hmm. It's to let the oppressed, the put down, let them go free. Mm -hmm. And that you break every yoke. Mm, that's an anointing. 
That's an anointing. So so when you fast, the anointing of God expands. That's so good. Uh, it goes on to say, is it not to share your bread? Then it says this. When you see the naked, that you cover him. You don't just see the naked and say, oh, look at the poor. Look at oh, the naked. Oh, you poor thing. You poor thing. You need to get clothes. Somebody need to go help you. No. Fasting increases your faith. <laughs> Faith is not just about what you say, it's about what you do. Amen. You know, uh, it also says, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. So when you fast, you're thinking of others. You're, yes. you're, you're feeling the, the the pain and the hunger of the world. You understand what they're going through. Yeah. And because you have the ability, mm -hmm. you know, you're not just, oh, bless you, speaking lip words mm -hmm. that have no meaning behind it, but you are actually being a blessing, Going a blessing. Yeah. at that point. You're doing what God told you to do. Being a that. doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Yeah. So we fast. Why do we fast? Number one, to meet the hum humanitarian needs of the earth. Mm -hmm. So I'm meeting the humanitarian needs. Right. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm being a, a good, not just a good human being, but I'm being a I'm being a, a, a thoughtful human being. You're being a good steward. Being a good steward. That's good. Here's another one. Uh, to sense the hunger and the thirst of the lost souls in the earth. Wow. And now we don't think about that. Mm -mm. We don't think about the hunger and thirst for a spiritual infilling. Mm. Because everybody needs a savior. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care how much you do for a person who's lost and undone. If mm -hmm. you don't give them salvation... You know, they're going to it's it's all going to be for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to feel that. I think there's, there's no more uh, living for Christ anymore because we don't feel the hunger for the lost and dying world. Mm -hmm. We need to feel that again. Yeah. Also, uh, it's to have an effective ministry to those who are without Jesus as their Lord. So if you want your ministry to be effective, you know, we had uh, a couple of instances on Sunday where people were driving up and the Lord led them there. Wow. And and if we had not been in that fasting in that parking lot, you know, uh, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have experienced that. And so yeah. I really believe that when you fast, you're going to God is going to open doors for you to minister to people that you've never ministered to before. You're going to see people in a different light. Yeah. You're going to see them in a way that God wants you to minister to them. Amen. We're going to stop right there. Our time is up. Listen, we're, we've been talking about the nine biblical reasons to fast. Mm -hmm. And I believe we've touched a lot of good areas. We, yes. We've broke down a lot of good areas. Uh, somebody said, uh, uh, when you look at Isaiah 58 and six and seven, it says, then shall your light break forth like the dawn. Yeah, that's so good. You know, I, I like that. You'll, you'll, you're walking revelation when you're fasting. Right, that's exactly what it's saying. Yeah. You know, you should be seeing some hidden things. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Some things should be revealed during a fast. Yeah. You know, that's right. and so, you know, I can truly say that, uh, you know, that's something that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you yeah. have too. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, like we said before, we should, we implore everybody, take a fast, you know, even if it's not this sanction fast take another take a fast take time to fast take time to fast if you need answers for the questions in life mm -hmm. take a fast and it's not so much that you are losing weight or you're trying to have a better diet plan but it's for you to 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 feel the hunger of the world for you to put people in 
put others first. But it's for you to get rid of the, those emotional deficits that you've been dealing with, that, yeah. that fear, that anxiety, that, that worry. Get rid mm. of those things by taking time to fast. Amen. We love you today. God bless you. We, we, we pray that you go back and watch this video, share the video, go to our YouTube page, subscribe, hit the like button. Amen. And also, you know, let people know that what you're doing, let people know, you know, I, I know they said, don't tell anybody about your past, but sometimes you may need to let people know I'm doing this because I'm thinking about you. I'm doing this because I want to be a blessing to you. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm not fasting for me. I'm fasting for you. Yes. Amen. Amen. So let's pray. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Amen. Amen.